0: I was born in Murray County, Tennessee, in 1857, a slave. I was given the name of my master, D. J. Estes, who owned my mother's family, consisting of seven boys and two girls, I being the youngest of the family. After the war broke out all the male slaves in the neighborhood for miles around ran off and joined the Yankees. This left us little folks to bear the burdens. At the age of five I had to carry water from the spring about a quarter of a mile from the house, drive the cows to and from the pastures, mind the calves, gather chips, etc. In 1867 my mother moved to Nashville, Tennessee, my grandmother's home, where I attended one term of school. Two of my brothers were lost in the war, a fact that wrecked my mother's health somewhat, and I thought I could be of better service to her and prolong her life by getting work. When summer came I got work milking cows for some neighbors, for which I got $2 a month. I also carried hot dinners for the laborers in the fields, for which each one paid me 25 cents per month. All of this, of course, went to my mother. I worked at different places until I was 16 years old, but long before that time I was taking care of my mother. At the age of 16 I was employed in Nashville by a restaurant keeper named Hemphill. I worked there until I was 21 years of age. In 1881 I came to Chicago and got a position at 77, Clark Street, where I remained for two years at a salary of $10 a week. In 1883 I entered the Pullman service, my first superintendent being J.P. Mehen. I remained in their service until 1897. During the time I was in their service, some of the most prominent people in the world traveled in the car assigned to me, as I was selected to handle all special parties. Among the distinguished people who traveled in my care were Stanley, the African explorer, President Cleveland, President Harrison, Adelina Patti, the noted singer of the world at that time, Booth and Barrett, Majeski and Paderewski. I also had charge of the car for Princess Eulalie of Spain, when she was the guest of Chicago during the World's Fair. In 1894 I set sail from Vancouver on the Empress of China with Mr. and Mrs. Nathan A. Baldwin for Japan, visiting the Cherry Blossom Festival at Tokyo. In 1897 Mr. Arthur Stilwell, at that time president of the Kansas City, Pittsburgh and Gould Railroad, gave me charge of his magnificent $20,000 private car. I remained with him 17 months when the road went into the hands of receivers, and the car was sold to John W. Gates' syndicate. However, I had charge of the car under the new management until 1907, since which time I have been employed as chef of the subsidiary companies of the United States Steel Corporation in Chicago. Good things to eat. Soups. Asparagus soup Take three pounds of knuckle of veal, and put it to boil in a gallon of water with a couple of bunches of asparagus. Boil for three hours, strain, and return the juice to the pot. Add another bunch of asparagus, chopped fine, and boil for twenty minutes. Mix a tablespoonful of flour in a cup of milk and add to the soup. Season with salt and pepper, let it come to a boil, and serve at once. Bean soup one-half pound or one cup is sufficient for one quart of soup. Soups can be made which use milk or cream as basis. Any kind of green vegetable can be used with them, as creamed celery or creamed cauliflower. The vegetable is cooked in part milk and part water, or part milk and part cream are used. Bisque of clams place a knuckle of veal, weighing about a pound and one-half, into a soup kettle, with a quart of water, one small onion, a sprig of parsley, a bay leaf, and the liquor drained from the clams, and simmer gradually for an hour and a half, skimming from time to time. Strain the soup and again place it in the kettle. Rub a couple of tablespoonfuls of butter with an equal amount of flour together, and add it to the soup when it is boiling, stirring until again boiling. Chop up twenty-five clams very fine, then place them in the soup season and boil for about five minutes, then add a pint of milk or cream, and remove from the fire immediately, and serve. Bisque of lobster Remove the meat of the lobster from its shell, and cut the tender pieces into quarter-inch dice, put the ends of the claw meat, and any tough portions in a saucepan with the bones of the body, and a little cold water, and boil for twenty minutes, adding a little water from time to time as may be necessary, Put the coral to dry in a moderate oven, and mix a little flour with some cold milk, and stir the milk, which should be boiling, stirring over the fire for 10 minutes, then strain the water from the bones and other parts, mix it with milk, add a little butter, salt, pepper, and cayenne to taste, and rub the dry coral through a fine haired sieve, putting enough into the soup, having it a bright pink color. Place the grease fat and lobster dice in a soup tureen strain the boiling soup over them, and serve at once. Bisque of oysters Place about thirty medium-sized oysters in a saucepan together with their own juice, and poach them over a hot fire, after which drain well, then fry a shallot colorless in some butter, together with an onion, sprinkle over them a little curry, and add some of the oyster juice, seasoning with salt and red pepper. Pound the oysters to a good firm paste, moistening them with a little of their juice, and strain through fine tammy cloth. Warm them over the fire, but do not let them boil. Add a small quantity of thickening of potato flour mixed with a little water. When about to serve incorporate some cream and fine butter, garnishing with some chopped oysters and mushrooms, mixed with breadcrumbs and herbs. Add a little seasoning of salt, pepper and nutmeg, some raw egg yolks, and roll this mixture into ball-shaped pieces, place them on a well-buttered baking sheet in a slack oven and poach them, then serve. Black bean soup wash one pint of black beans, cover with one quart of cold water, and let soak overnight. In the morning pour off the water, and pour over three pints of cold water. Cook, covered, until tender, four or five hours, add one tablespoonful of salt the last hour, rub through a strainer, add the strained beans to the water in which they were boiled, return to the soup kettle. Melt one tablespoonful of flour, stir this into the hot soup, let boil, stirring constantly, add a little pepper, slice thinly one lemon, put all the slices into the tureen and pour the soup over. Serve very hot. Chestnut soup peel and blanch the chestnuts, boil them in salted water until quite soft, Pass through a sieve, add more water if too thick, and a spoonful of butter or several of sweet cream. Season to taste and serve with small squares of bread fried crisp in butter or olive oil. Chicken gumbo, creole style for about twelve or fifteen, one young hen chicken, half pound ham, quart fresh okra, three large tomatoes, two onions, one kernel garlic, one small red pepper, two tablespoons flour three quarts boiling water, half pound butter, one bay leaf, pinch salt and cayenne pepper. To mix, mince your ham, put in the bottom of an iron kettle if preferred with the above ingredients except the chicken. Clean and cut your chicken up and put in separate saucepan with about a quart or more of water and teaspoonful of salt, set to the side of the fire for about an hour, skim when necessary. When the chicken is thoroughly done, strip the meat from the bone and mix both together. Just before serving, add a quart of shrimps. Cream of celery soup chop fine one head of celery and put on to cook in one pint of water. Boil until tender, add one pint of milk, thicken with a spoonful of butter, season to taste and strain. Then add one cupful of whipped cream and serve at once. EGG soup beat three eggs until light, then add one half cupful of thick sweet cream and one cupful of milk, pour over this two quarts of boiling water, set on the fire until it comes to a boil, season to taste, then pour over broken bread in the tureen and serve. Green pea soup put one quart of green peas into two cups of boiling water, add a salt spoon of salt, and cook until tender. Rub peas and liquor through a puree strainer. Add 2 cups of boiling water and set back where the pulp will keep hot. Heat 2 cups of milk, add a teaspoon of flour rubbed into a rounding tablespoon of butter, season with salt, pepper, and a level teaspoon of sugar. Add to the hot vegetable pulp, heat to the boiling point, and serve. Green tomato soup chop fine 5 green tomatoes and boil 20 minutes in water to cover. Then add 1 quart hot milk to which a teaspoonful soda has been added, let come to a boil, take from the fire, and add a quarter cupful butter rubbed into four crackers rolled fine, with salt and pepper to taste. Onion soup cut three onions small, put one quarter cup of butter in a kettle, and toast one tablespoon flour till bright yellow in color, in it mix with this the onions, pour on as much broth as is wanted, add a little mace and let boil, then strain, allow to cook a little longer, add yolk of two eggs, and serve. Peanut soup made like a dry pea soup. Soak a pint and one half nut meats overnight in two quarts of water. In the morning add three quarts of water, bay leaf, stock of celery, blade of mace, and one slice of onion. Boil slowly for four or five hours, stirring frequently to keep from burning. Rub through a sieve and return to the fire. When heated through again add one cupful of cream. Serve hot with croutons. Sago soup wash one-half cup sago in warm water, add desired amount of boiling broth, meat or chicken, a little mace, and cook until the sago is soft and serve. Salmon soup take the skin and bones from canned salmon and drain off the oil. Chop fine enough of the fish to measure two-thirds of a cup. Cook a thick slice of onion in a quart of milk 20 minutes in a double boiler. Thicken with one quarter cup of flour rubbed smooth with one rounding tablespoonful of butter. Cook 10 minutes, take out the onion, add a saltspoon of pepper, one level teaspoon of salt, and the salmon. Rub all through a fine strainer and serve hot. The amount of salmon may be varied according to taste. Sorrel soup wash thoroughly a pint of sorrel leaves and put in a saucepan with two tablespoonfuls of butter, four or five of the large outside leaves, a sliced onion, and a few small sprigs of parsley. Toss over the fire for a few minutes, then sift into the pan two tablespoonfuls of flour and stir until blended with the butter remaining. Transfer to the soup kettle and pour in gradually, stirring all the time, three quarts of boiling water. Cook gently for 15 or 20 minutes, then add a cupful of mashed potato and one of hot milk. Season with salt, pepper and a little nutmeg. Have in the soup tureen some croutons of bread toasted brown, pour the hot soup over them and serve. The sorrel should be cut in fine pieces before cooking. This is one of the delicacies of the early spring, its slightly acid flavor making it particularly appetizing.